When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Another week. Another ten billion dollars net worth. Really, you get you you earned ten million dollars this past net week. Net worth. I did not earn it. Net worth. Oh, net so total. That's that's awesome. Ten 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 billion or ten million? You said B with a T. Okay, that is that's impressive. Congratulations is is well, in order. You know, it's just some people say another another day another dollar. I thought I'd. Uh, Elevate it. Another you know, day, another my, billion. Is that how it is? Well, another week, another ten billion net worth. Oh, okay, that's the saying in our family. <laughs> I didn't. You have so many sayings in your family. A lot of sayings. Big family. Well, we have another two people. Me and Ivanka. We have another guest this week, Mr. President. Great guests. We've been getting big time, big league guests. That's right. And this week is comedian Ted Alexandro. Ted, welcome. This Thank is Mr. You. President. Thank you, guys. Jay. Mr. President. Well, you know, good to have you here. I like I like the look. I don't know what your politics are, but I, I see that beard, I see that shaved head. It feels alt right at home, if I can if I can say that. Alt right at home. From the ears up, yeah, I probably do look like a potential voter, but from the nose down, uh, you probably well, do you get a lot of I guess you probably do get your fair share of beards too. That would be an interesting poll. Well, well of, I'll tell you bearded. what, you know who's got a lot of beards? Mike Pence. Big gay Mike Pence. That guy. That guy. That's true. He calls her mother, we call her beard behind his back. <laughs> a little too Christian, that one. So, so that's what that's what you call him behind his back. Like, big gay Mike Pence. He's not a listener of the podcast, I guess. If or? I make him listen to it, he uh, you know, <laughs> he takes he's got the ball gag out and puts the earbuds in. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> the ball gag on the earbuds in, you said? <laughs> That's what I said. Good guy. Oh, man. I can't say the same, uh, by the way. You said another week, another... Was it $10 billion? $10 billion That's with impressive. a T. Yeah. So the, econ- the, the American economy, the, the machine that is the American economy... You is, see how it's humming along? It's, <laughs> it's humming right along. Well, it's that's zoom- good. Congratulations. It's zooming along. Yeah. Well, Mr. President... Would you, I mean, usually you like to meet our guest and talk to them, so I was going to give you the floor, and I was going to interrupt you at all. Did so. I not have, I thought I had the floor. Well, you usually have the floor. I didn't realize you had to re-give me the floor. I'm not giving you the floor. Every single time, for some reason, when I say I'm going to like do something for you, you, you act like I'm taking power from you, and I'm not. I'm just trying to keep the podcast moving along since you're not a professional podcaster and you are the president I'm a professional I, president you're a professional president outranks professional podcaster it probably does but i was just letting you know that this is what we're going to do at the beginning but you know what i'm not going to instruct you anymore because i can see that you're a professional everything so i'm just <laughs> a gonna lot stay of professions very professional so ted let me uh 
Are you a reliable, you know, I know you're a New York guy. Yes. Are you from New York? Not only that, I'm a, I'm a Queens guy, as are you. Well, all right, I like this already. So we got the alt-right look, we got Queens, <laughs> we got Queens. We're two kings from Queens, how about that? <laughs> That's right. That's so right. can we rely on your vote in 2020? We're gonna. I think we could take New York this time. Now, are you, uh, am I to interpret that you're asking... Am I voting, in just generally speaking? or Well, you seem like an, I've heard you're like an active political guy, so I think you're going to vote. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm planning I, on voting. Can you count on my vote for for you? That's what we're looking for. Um, well, you know, I, I kind of operate under the secret ballot kind of thing. Like, uh, So we're going to take that as a big yes. <laughs> but I won't tell anybody, just the millions that listen to the podcast. Mr. President, when people aren't going to tell you, I wouldn't take it as a big yes. Well, he respects as, the process. No, that's and right. we like that. That's right. Right, but usually when someone doesn't tell you, they don't want to say they're not going to vote for you, so they just say it's going to be a secret, usually. Like, that's what I would do. Well, how do you know? Because I know Ted, and I'm not speaking for Ted, but I... Sounds like you're trying to speak for him. Well, usually... When, Are you from Queens? No, I'm not from Queens. Okay, well, you're not a king from Queens. If then. I was going to bet... You might be a cuck from the Bronx, as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I a Kushner from Long Island, maybe. <laughs> I, he calls Kushners Jews. That's that's his nickname for Jews, Kushners. For, for Jews in general? Yeah, all okay. Jews are Kushners, and yeah. all black people are Chicago's, to oh, Mr. Okay. President. Just to... So Keep you I, in on the lingo. Yeah, just so I have a little more information for my voting. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will say this. I don't, I don't, I, as a comedian, I don't generally like to to do my act uh, if I'm not on stage. But this is pertinent. Uh, I will say um, I do a joke where I, I let the audience know I did not vote for Donald Trump. But before you get too excited or uh, upset, I also did not vote for Hillary Clinton. We like that. I I wrote in Vladimir Putin, and it seems to have worked out pretty well thus far. And you're telling well that that's a joke, Mr. President. Oh, I didn't realize because I just thought that was like a great statement. Like right. maybe did the club people like it? Did they laugh? Uh, it's it, yeah, that it does pretty well because okay, it, well. at first every you know people you know the way uh, I mean you're you're a performer so you know how people tremendous performance people <laughs> tend to cheer for certain lines so. Certainly, when I when I say I didn't vote for you, there's a percentage of the crowd that claps. When I say I didn't vote for Hillary, there's you, a percentage that claps. You giveth and, booze, and right? you taketh away. You you you, you manipulate. I so like you're well, familiar we like with that. that. <laughs> we like that. That's good. So far, I like what I'm hearing out of Mr. Alexandro. <laughs> That's this good. good stuff. I'm glad you guys are getting along. Okay, so. Uh, well, Mr. President, I still don't like that he's not giving me the, you know, like Comey got in trouble for not giving me the firm commitment. Right, right. So I kind of were hoping by the end of this episode we'll get the, the firm <laughs> commitment, the old Ted Alexandro handshake, the support. Right. Well, not you, betting on it. Yeah, you can, you. you respect uh, a man, and when I say that, I be, I mean a man specifically uh, who walks his own walk and. You know, doesn't uh, you know? It's not easily manipulated. You, you, you until have... I ask. <laughs> so I like him to be very independent, very tough. We right. we need toughness right. out there. Okay. Yeah. A lot of comics weak. Mm -hmm. Okay, kind of weak people. But sure. I think you've got the toughness we need. <laughs> but once I ask, you know, you don't have to be tough. You don't right. have to. We right. don't need that. We, well, we have the hour. Like we have the hour to sort through this. Well, okay. I like where we're headed. I think it's a good start. <laughs> well, 
Mr. President, all these Democrats are throwing their name into the hat for running for president. And we spoke about this a little bit last week with with Jim Gaffigan about Joe Biden. They're like the Avengers, but weak and stupid. Right. And you have <laughs> nicknames for every single person. Like Joe Biden, he came out, You your Twitter hands went crazy, Sleepy Joe, and you even called him old and said you're young and in shape. And young and vibrant man. Yes. Is it is it the Big Macs that give you that energy? Is that what it is? The McDonald's that keeps you young? You know, you there a was once meal? a documentary, and I don't know if Ted saw this, it was called Supersize Me. Yes. And uh, this was maybe one of the first fake news things we had because they were all about <laughs> how bad it was for you <laughs> and it was going to make you this and that. And meanwhile, right. I have beautiful women, great presidency, yeah. tons of energy, and all I do is eat McDonald's. <laughs> so Supersize Me, fake news. And you say you don't do any... Dr- I've eaten McDonald's many times before. And if you're eating it multiple times a week, you're telling me you do no drugs to get you out of that McDonald's coma. You're always so peppy and you're eating Big Macs. Well, it's called Coca-Cola. You got to wash down the McDonald's. And oh, you so you're saying nice it's, it's caffeine? Coke, but we go Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, got to okay. be healthy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think... I am amazed. You know, I have to say, like, if I look at you as a as a performer you know if i look at you through the lens of performer you know or even as a comedian because let's face it you are part like roast comedian uh you have Take that jesselnick a background in <laughs> wwe all this kind of thing you you are almost uh without peer in in a lot of these realms um but you know where i'm still uh having issues with you is as a politician, but but perhaps you are the perfect, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure you would agree with this. You're the perfect man uh, yep. for the job. Well, oh, there's more? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know. For the job of uh, president of, of America, because where we are now, like, you know, it, it could be argued that you, you embody everything that America is. Can we go off the podcast record? <laughs> sure. Wait, wait, some, okay, yeah, we're, yeah. we're off. Low attention span, thick, two C's, multiple women, not the greatest reader. Yeah, basically, I mean, it's they should get rid of the bald eagle and make it the you know the Trump it should be the mascot. <laughs> Trump of should be on the quarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, just on flags. Oh. We're gonna look into that actually. Let's go back on the record. All right. Back do you on. do you foresee yourself being on uh, currency? Uh, at, at any point i think we're we're looking into whether it's going to be monument first currency second or i think given my background i think you know currency might make f- sense to go with that first and it's easier to make a little coin yeah. than a big building you're going currency i would say i'm sure you can find somewhere on mount rushmore to wedge your face in there can't you well i mean who's on mount rushmore it's uh is washington there washington a blinken yeah. fdr and who's the fourth? FDR Teddy. Teddy. We got a Republican oh, up there. Is it Teddy? It's Teddy. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he belongs. Yeah. Uh, see ya. We can, we can like, uh, you know, power wash his face out. I think that's what we're going to do. And then we can put your face in. I mean, that's Well, the... I think it's clear that I got to make the Mount Rushmore. I don't know who we're knocking out. But, uh, you know, Washington was first, so we'll give him a pass. And That's it, nice of you. Do you know the process, Mr. President, of... Uh, 
of g- getting your face on currency or can you unilaterally decide that? Well, I think what we're learning is <laughs> a lot of these processes aren't really uh, set in stone, forgive the pun. <laughs> it's more of a uh, traditions and norms and other kind of weak things that people <laughs> say, you've got to do this, Mr. President, because it's traditional. Right. And I go, you know what else is traditional? Staying married to your first wife. <laughs> no thanks. Right. And then they say you meet. No, you marry your second. Right? second. Right, and they yeah. say not happening. Yeah. So traditions can you know kiss my ass if we're being totally honest. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna fast track Mount Rushmore, Mount Trump more. Oh, so you're just gonna get rid of everyone? What I faces. tell Melania to do often. <laughs> That's sure, good. sure. So you want to get everyone's faces and just call it Mount Trumpmore? Well, no, I think I just your headline. You know, it's like uh, so you call it Mount Trumpmore, Prince and the Revolution, right? I think that's where they. But it's got print. You know, Prince. It's his band, but you still got to let Prince get the kind of headlining treatment. So, so you're going to headline Mount Rushmore. Trump, Trump and, and the Rushmores. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. Uh, that sounds about right. But currency, I think we might have to invent like currency. So you know. Such small denominations, big word, denominations, yeah. but very small. You know, I think maybe we get like a $200 bill. Yeah. <laughs> a $200 bill. And well, then Franklin was like not even a president. He was like a fat guy. Okay. So like he's on the hundred. I think I deserve at least the 200. Sure. I thought you would just take someone's face off a bill and just put yours on whatever well, bill you wanted. Well, you know, if they put Harriet Tubman on the 20, maybe I'll make an exception. <laughs> and take her off the 20 oh, what was she the president of she was like a she was basically like an mta worker right that's what her big deal was i don't know if she was an mta worker yeah there she was more at stake yeah she freed many many slaves well but, when yeah. it was illegal to be totally honest so kind of a lawbreaker you know that's what the libs tell me we're a nation of laws mr mm. when then area tubman breaks a bunch of laws and they go good for you so you don't want to put a felon. That'll be two seventy five on the Metro card, Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So like she's akin to uh like the same way that you took out a, a full page ad in the Times about the Central Park Five. Oh, you remember that? I do. Oh, that was a big that was big. Big league. <laughs> so uh had you uh, were you around at the time of Harry Tubman, you you would have been anti, you would have maybe taken out an ad against well, despite that she was she was doing something that would uh, eventually in the annals of history move the country forward well i don't know if she was into anal but i think <laughs> that it was it was law breaking and i think you know you can say it was maybe we would have given her, given her a pardon you know we would have said you broke the law but you got to get that but you know we'll, we'll give you a pardon right that, that's nice of you yeah yeah Pardon her. Some of my supporters that, you know, kind of have that alt-right look, they might not like that so much. So don't, you know, that's me being kind of a nice guy. You know what I saw in the news that I that I found interesting was that a lot of these uh, sports teams uh, are kind of um, foregoing the tradition of, of visiting the White House. I did see that uh, the Baylor women's basketball team. Those are the women? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they they came to be, or pretty they, tall. Yeah, <laughs> well, they play basketball, Mr. President. Yeah, but they play like the women's. They still have height. I mean, it's basketball. Well, okay, kind of muscular. I didn't, you know. They, well, okay, that was nice. I, yes, it was the women's basketball they team. They had that, a terrific McDonald's and assorted <laughs> fast food. It's become kind of a tradition. Yeah, they like it. Tradition, see, new traditions. You got old traditions. 
norms we're creating new norms <laughs> so like what is your take on the fact that more and more of these teams are, are not coming to visit like what's you can't be too thrilled about that well i think it's sort of disrespectful i think to you get invited to the white house you shouldn't you should take up the invitation your mm. fellow citizens picked me it's not like i stole the office with the help of a foreign power <laughs> you know Right. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg, he seems like a foreign power. He's kind of from another planet, if we're being totally honest. <laughs> but it's everyone's right to go or not go, correct? Well, for now. For now. But I think we're going to get to a point where we start to say, oh, you don't want to come see your president? Well, why don't you come see the uh, this prison cell and think over your decision? You know, just as a, you know, kind of a, a thinking meditation space, not... Uh, right. Know, should I be alarmed by the fact that that, okay, with that phone... That so you're going to go to that extreme? Is that the nuclear codes? I'll, I will check on that. Check if that's the, uh, the it's nukes. A, okay, we're good. We're good. No launches. The fact no collusion. That, the fact that that phone is red, is that is that indi indicative of anything? I think that's when Melania is on her uh, you know, time of the month. <laughs> Your phone is linked up to Melania's cycle? No, no, well, it's red, and then when that ring, when that goes off, there's either a nuclear bomb or something really bad going on with Melania. <laughs> Is that when you go right to Mar-a-Lago, when you see it light up red on your phone? No, that's when I go right to Camelot, which is a uh, fun place in DuPont where the women don't judge. <laughs> Mr. President, do you want to, every, every episode... We have been roasting these new candidates for president. Would you like to roast Joe Biden today? Sleepy Joe, as you call him. Should we go? We'll go Joe Biden. All right. He's the big newsmaker right now. We'll go Joe. We'll go Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Sleepy Joe. So whenever you're ready, Mr. President. Sleepy Joe Biden. 93 years old. <laughs> no wrinkles. He's like a real housewife of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> He's uh, he's got those fake chompers, the hair plugs, the uh, he looks like somebody who honestly should be a member at Mar-a-Lago. If we're being totally honest, I think he, I give him credit. He's got a wife that looks a lot better than him. I wouldn't expect him to have uh, a wife that kind of looks almost doable. Um, but he's uh, he's weak. He's uh, he's apologized to Anita Hill finally, which I think was very weak. You know, he should have stood his ground. Um, I'm not saying stand his ground and shoot her, though she is a black, so he might have gotten acquitted, which we support. Criminal justice, good thing. But I think he should not have apologized. He's very weak. He's very old. He's the insure candidate. Okay, that's what he is. Protein in his old man drinks. Loser. <laughs> that was great, Mr. President. That was awesome. <laughs> I like you end it. Loser. Like you really punch it at the end. Well, that's, you know, he's a two-time loser for president. I think he's going to be a three-time loser. Are there any of these Democrats that you respect? Is there anyone that's running? I mean, there's so many of them. There's got to be one that, that you have some measure of respect for. Any respect for Bernie? Bernie threw his hat into the race as well. Crazy Bernie. What I, res I think he's crazy. That's the first thing. But I think I respect, I think he believes what he says. Yeah. I think what he believes is insane. But I think he believes it. Now, some have said the same about you, right? Like that you believe what you say, but it, it some of it is 
is certainly crazy. Well, the difference is Bernie's very weak because he takes facts and data and policies and he believes those. Right. I create what I believe. So that's much harder. That is harder. You know, to sort of I create an entire reality and I believe that. Yeah. So Bernie's working from like, you know, we're on different levels. Bernie's working on this kind of. Democrats Data. and Republicans and reading books and right. doing these kind of things and right. having opinions and policies, whereas I I create it from, as they say, whole cloth. <laughs> Do you think Bernie is too old to run for president? I think Bernie is too old for everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's too old for a game of bridge? I think he's too old for life. <laughs> That's not he, nice, Mr. Well, I'm not president. saying, I just think he's, he's so old. He's very, he's like, he reminds me of the guy in Back to the Future. Doc? No, Michael J. Fox. He's always shaking. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, if I was going to say who I respect, if I can interrupt you respectfully. Yeah, of course. Who I respect, a lot of people would be surprised by this, but uh, Kokomo Harris from California. <laughs> you know, good Beach Boys song. And uh, I think she could be somebody that could be tough. Because mm. she's pretty, which is important. Right, right. And uh, And she's tough. And she used to put... You know, people in jail. She was a prosecutor, so she might have the kind of... Uh, she'd lose, don't get me wrong, but mm. I think she'd be tougher than, than most. Now, uh, you know, trying to be as impartial as I can, like, you just very kind of casually throw in things that might be red flags in the PC world. Things like the fact that uh, you assess Joe Biden's wife as being... Doable, <laughs> or Kam- Kam- uh, Kamala Kamala ha- Kamala Harris, Kokomo. Uh, Ka- <laughs> yeah, you say that she's uh, attractive or what? You know, like commenting on a woman's appearance seems to be second nature to you when we're talking about a potential presidential candidate or a potential first lady in Joe Biden's wife. Uh, what would you say to the people that kind of take umbrage with that? Well, I, you know, what I understand what you're saying. It's a different climate. I don't always subscribe to the kind of the complete PC. Right. But I I hear what you're saying, which is why I think it's important that I point out that Cory Booker is not bad looking. (laughs) So that was my point. I hear that there's rumors (laughs) that he maybe, you know, you know, likes to travel down the Pence highway, but I don't want to get into that. I don't think that's important right now, but he's, He looks like kind of a guy who used to be kind of muscular, even though he's gotten very vegan and very weak. But he's not a bad-looking guy. So they, so I think that's, that's fair. That's, no, that's very fair. You know, we're being very fair now. But you've been always been aggressive and not very PC, right, Ted? That, when he say. was a host of The Apprentice, you weren't very PC. You've been on Howard Stern's show, I think, the most out of any of his celebrity guests. And he said you're the best guest there because you... Sorry, Ted. The tech stuff guys are always bringing in their dogs. Yeah, yeah. To no, the show. I, it's, my apologies. I understand. You know. But you've never been really PC, so no one should be surprised about the things that you say. It's just that you're president now. People thought you'd maybe be a little more presidential. Dial it back a little, yeah. It's called modern presidential. Okay, you can have, anybody can get up there and go, hello, sir, how are you? Mm-hmm. Very nice to meet you. God bless America. You don't have to do that. Well, but that's what they mean. That's what they want. No, you're, you're at one extreme, and then you're going to another extreme. There's somewhere in the middle there. There's not just a black and white area. You There's a gray what? area there. And well, we you don't know the white area, but here's the thing. <laughs> you're saying there's a middle. You know who's in the middle? Who? 
John Kerry. You know who's in the middle? John, well, John McCain's. I don't think he's in the middle. I think he's down below, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, I think you got another person who's in the middle, Mitt Romney. Mm. You know who else is in the middle? Hillary Clinton, Crooked Hillary. Guess what the middle people have in common? They're losers. Thank you, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say they're Preach, in the middle? as the blacks would say. <laughs> How would you say they're in the middle? Because you were they, saying, did the, you were, they did the middle you, thing. They you were doing an impression hay. of like someone who should be president. I feel like all those people you just said would act like that. They're somewhere before giving everyone horrible nicknames. There's a point right there. You can be right there. You know where I am right now? Where? The White House. <laughs> I think whatever point I'm at, that's a good place to be. <laughs> but you know what's funny, Mr. President? You can dish it out. But you can't really take it. Like, you want legal action versus SNL, a show that Hasn't is meant been on to be in two weeks. So don't tell me they're not scared. <laughs> you think they're, they're not on air because they're scared of you? Do you know that they're not? I think they're on vacation. That's a lot of thinking. I asked if you know. What was the holidays? Do you know? <laughs> For 100% fact? Do you know? Do you know? Well, I just said what I know. You don't know they took a vacation because of you. I know that they took two weeks off and they're because running of you. scared. And uh, from what I hear, they've only got a couple episodes left and then there's no episodes the whole summer. Well, they always take a break for the summer. They certainly will this time. But you think it's because of you? Tell me it's not. <laughs> well, tell me you have proof that it is. No episodes in June. No episodes in July. No episodes in August. Doesn't seem like there are any even in September. For the past 30 years, there hasn't been. Well, we're seeing this year, we're seeing things change. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about, uh, I, I mean, I've heard that you don't appreciate Alec Baldwin's imitation of you. Not at all. Now, uh, what do you feel that he's getting wrong, uh, if anything? Well, he's too fat. <laughs> he's too short. I don't sound like that. I get rid of my hot blonde wives. They don't get rid of me. <laughs> and right. uh, other than that, he's he's spot on. Uh-huh. What yeah. do you think of Alec Baldwin? I don't I don't think he's a good guy. I think everybody likes him because he in, imitates me, but I don't think he's a particularly good guy. You know, I I met I actually spent time with Alec Baldwin because uh, I I did this web series years ago. Well, called- great. Now we've got Alec Baldwin's best friend on the podcast. <laughs> so now we're not going to no, get not a, even close. Not even close. Uh, no, I'll give you perfectly objective. Uh, I need Bill Barr in here assessment. for his opinion. <laughs> I did a web series called Teachers Lounge, and the beginning of each episode began with like a school PA announcement. So Alec Baldwin had tweeted about me randomly that he liked my comedy, and I was flattered you know like That's Alec Baldwin's awesome. a comedy you know legend so I reached out to him to him uh, I got his contact info through Judah Friedlander comedian who had uh, had done 30 Rock with him put me in touch so I reached out and said hey man you know his special by the way I liked when he said America one of my favorite what did he say what was the title the United States is the greatest, greatest country, country in America in Amer- that's right couldn't agree more <laughs> that's right <laughs> I think, yeah, you were his target with that whole special (laughs) in more ways than one. But uh, so, yeah, so he put me in touch with Alec Baldwin and he said he would be happy to do it. So that meant, you know, first of all, I was thrilled that he said yes. That meant meeting him at his apartment on the Upper West Side 
And you know what was funny? It was it was the day that he had his trial, if you remember, for uh, that bicycle incident that he got into a thing with a some bicyclist, and so he was in court in the morning, uh, and then made time in the afternoon to do these uh, these public address announcements for a teachers' lounge. So I spent probably like you know maybe an hour with him. And uh, he was uh, he was a nice guy. He was a man's man, you know. It was like he had pictures of him and uh, Sean Connery on the wall, and uh, yeah, just like he was a he's a guy. He's a the guy. Cunt of Red October. That's what I call Alec Baldwin. <laughs> if I can say that one on the podcast, that I wouldn't say, you know, to the State of the Union. I'd I'd say the c word. Right. Right. Of Red October. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys probably have more in common than you than you care to admit. You're you're both kind of that old school shoot from the hip, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may types. Except he got fat and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pre- you really don't consider yourself fat or overweight at all. Mr. You you can just consider yourself 63215 like doesn't sound fat. That sounds But you're not 215. When you're- was the last time you were weighed? Your doctor came out and said that you were overweight. You were technically obese. Your doctor said that. We said that they should say that because, you know, everybody, you know, it's the distraction. Okay. We put out the distractions for people. Is that your weight on Mars? Like the, the 215? I've never been to Mars. Okay. Well, 215 is not your weight on Earth for sure. You, have you weighed me? I, Excuse me. Did I weigh you? Excuse me. You always do this. Did I weigh you? Excuse me. No, I didn't weigh you. Excuse me. No, I did not weigh you. Did you weigh me? No. Did you weigh yourself? Very often. Really? And you look at the numbers that are actually written on the scale? A lot of numbers, but not too many. So you pick whatever numbers you want from the scale. It hits 215, we go boom. So you get off. When it reaches 215, you just get off and say, I weigh 215. It stops. It says 215. It definitely digital. doesn't stop if you're standing. It's a digital, by the way. I don't know what kind of old school, old timey scales you use with the needle. Digital. Very, very good stuff. Are you sure people just didn't fix it so when you step on it, it just hits 215 every they single time? They wouldn't do that. No? All right. I don't believe you. you well, Ted believes me. You mentioned Mars. There's a lot of talk about like people taking trips to Mars. Oh, it's Space Force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, are you on board with that? Do you see that, A, as a reality? B, would you be uh, among the first to go? I'm going to be honest with because you seem like a good guy. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to go to Mars. Really? Because I have such a good time here. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. there's probably not a lot of attractive women on Mars. And You're uh, a married man. What green, would that, well, what would that have know, to do with anything? You know, as as the great Carmelo Anthony once said, I'm not married. My wife is. <laughs> Did Patrice O'Neill say that too? I think in his act. Did he? But yeah. the great Carmelo Anthony. Is that what you go to? The, you said the great Carmelo. Well, have you seen his wife? Lala. She's a nice-looking woman. She's and like right. I've said, I normally don't dip the Cheeto into the caramel, but I make exceptions sometimes. You would make an exception for Lala. Well, she's. Have you seen her? She's all right. No, she. You got to watch Power. Oh, she's great in Power. Well, she gets naked in power. That's <laughs> that's what I liked. Is that your pickup line? Do you want to get naked in power? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Well, it's not, but I think it might be now. It's a good. We got a speechwriter Ted Alexandro. <laughs> that could be a title right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, as far as space goes, I don't really like flying. Yeah. If we can be honest, and that's a long flight. 
That is a long flight. You fly all the time. I don't like it. You don't like it on your fancy jet? Well, that's what I do for the American people. I don't like flying, but you do it because the people want you at their rallies yelling, lock her up. There were changes made in Air Force One, right? Was was it just the painting of it? They painted it gold or something? Instead, it was it was red, white, and blue, and I think they uh, they modified it like they added gold or something. We added some gold. We added uh, fixtures inside, soundproof bedrooms, so that when Melania's <laughs> out there, she can't hear what's going on in the bedroom. <laughs> so, why would why would you need that? You sh- when you respect. <laughs> It's called respect. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> a lot of respect. That's great. A ton of respect. Yeah. Mr. President, uh, tr- another shooting happened this past week, and we've spoke many times on this ep- on this podcast about gun control, and you're not really in favor of doing anything for gun control, but did you hear about the shooting at the synagogue? We, excuse me, I want to speak from the heart. Right now. Okay. Let me just grab my notes so okay. that I can speak from Make the sure heart. you say thoughts and prayers in it. <laughs> this is totally from the heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not reading. Okay. We condemn anti-Semitism in all its forms, and we also believe that hate and racism and the bad people are not our friends. We don't. <laughs> Like any of these things, God bless America. That really, that was that was very heartfelt. That was, was totally that, from the heart. And moving. I got to say, I really feel for those people. I think perhaps. And when you say those people. The Kushners <laughs> who, you know, bravely stood up. And how about the fact that one of our border agents save the day mm. and there wasn't even a brown person for him to shoot so that's real <laughs> that real you? skill Did that upset you it didn't upset me but it showed that he was really skilled because obviously if he went in and it was you know he could have just gone but when it's all whites you gotta really pick and choose you gotta really aim you're saying a lot of aim like the toothpaste i like crest it's almost unfair to, to, to send an officer in under those circumstances when it's all white. Well, it's, I mean, it's like, yeah, well, Ted, Ted, this is like a Ted talk. He's speaking nothing but truth. It's a real, that's a real fact. So we gotta, yeah, we gotta, what I, what I was sad about was that because we really respect our Jewish Kushner brothers and sisters, had Robert E. Lee been there to defend them, I don't think anybody dies. But Robert E. Lee, I've read, he, he wasn't a very good general. You're right. He was a great general. No, he wasn't great at all or good. All my generals say he's the greatest. They call him GOAT. You know what that means? <laughs> the greatest of all time. Is that what it means? <laughs> yes, that's what it means. I just thought they liked goats. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of nice. They are. Melania nice. likes goat cheese. They make a nice cheese, yeah. That's true. So I thought they were just saying he was like a fine cheese. No, they, 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 that not at all. So, so you, I guess I'm the goat, if it greatest of all time. I, I was thinking you were the goat, like a meh, like you're talking about a goat in that. So we just established that that's not what. It, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> excuse me. 
Not that kind of goat. <laughs> I understand now. I, I, I got confused. Ted, I, re- I remember confused? in the a little bit. I remember <laughs> in the. Uh, I think. I think it was the uh, maybe the mid '80s. You owned good time for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you owned a uh, a USFL football team called uh, the Generals. Is that where your this knowledge of of the Generals comes? Well, from? we wanted to make it the Confederate flag, the you know <laughs> uh, the official kind of on the helmet that was on the short list of yeah. And they said, "What no. was the mascot going to be if it was a Confederate flag?" Oh, it was going to be uh, Robert E. Lee running around with a noose. <laughs> And that didn't that didn't pass. And and because it was going to say we're not about ties, we're about wins. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what was the? Why didn't that pass? Was it the league office? PC. Or? Yeah. The PC police <laughs> has deep roots. They were around in the eighties. So they wouldn't let you have a mascot who is a general for the Confederacy running around the field with a noose. That's incredible. That's PC. I mean, yeah. that's real tight asses who you're dealing with right there. You know. I agree. And yeah. the 80s, come on. Everything was, was okay in the 80s. Yeah, you yeah. just you could run around with nooses all the time in the 80s. I don't understand that. Yeah, you had the Redskins, so look why at not? Northam, the governor. Look what was happening in Virginia in the 80s. Medical students in blackface. That's right. That's right. But all of a sudden, Donald Trump wants to you know bring a little Civil War respect <laughs> and not okay. Well, Ted brought up football, and you used to own one of the teams in the XFL. Now, this was... Very disturbing to me. The NFL draft. Did you watch the NFL draft? It was this past weekend. I did not. I what I what I did instead was I just watched uh, the first couple episodes of Roots, and I felt like I got kind of the same uh, the same feel. Well, there was a quarterback by the name of Murray who was drafted first, African American gentleman. The second pick, last name Bosa, and he was a white guy, and you called. Bosa to congratulate him for being drafted in the NFL. Why wouldn't you call the first guy drafted? Considering, mm. Mr. President, you always look at yourself as number one. Why would you call number two? Mm. Well, here's the thing. Let's hear. Kyler Murray was drafted first, so he won the popular vote. <laughs> <laughs> but Bosa, who happens to also be MAGA, he finish second but i think he's gonna have the better career and it's like him winning the electoral college <laughs> so we decided i felt a kinship to him because i didn't want him to think that the popular vote was what counted the most it's not really the popular vote though he's just the most talented at that position that's why he was drafted first he was picked first because everybody was saying he's got to go first. And they had a quarterback, Arizona. They, they didn't like the their quarterback, though. And it was a new coach, and this coach really and liked Murray from college. Everybody talks about me with anti-Semitism, but how about Arizona trading their Kushner quarterback <laughs> so that they can draft a Chicago quarterback? <laughs> Nobody's talking about that. So I thought, I'll go talk to Mr. Bosa. <laughs> and that's the only guy that you spoke to? Number two. Right. Everybody, everybody's always, all these, they always want to tell just you, the, the, oh, we got to not bully and we've got to support everybody and be nice. But I support the number two guy, letting him know it's okay. I'm the bad guy. But look how, how it looks to all Americans where people, let me just, people sometimes say that you're racist, Mr. President. Ted, do you say that? Well, maybe Ted, I don't know if Ted wants to 
even yeah, he, I was he's very yeah. private man, Ted. I am private, but I can say uh, yes. You come across some of the things like referring to a Jewish person as a as a Kushner. <laughs> Or a black, per- you know, these are no, code but words, know, but it's you that know, are only slightly less offensive than other. Uh, well, no, but I say Kushner. I say Kushner because my beautiful, sexy, sensual daughter, a- incredible specimen of a daughter, right. Ivanka, she converted. And you ever see that Seinfeld episode with the dentist from Breaking Bad? Sure. Converts, gets to tell the jokes. It's Jewish law. <laughs> I'm only obeying what they say in the First Testament. So then why don't you call them Ivanka's? Well, because okay, because I've got we we've done this before in the past. She converted for those uh, listening, that's air quotes. That means she just said some words for the business I see. end of the deal. Right. But right. there was no burning bush. <laughs> Believe me, she's uh, all waxed. <laughs> so there was no burning bush, no <laughs> Moses, no. So it's more of a kind of a business arrangement. But getting mm-hmm. back to the draft, Mr. President, if you know that some people do view you. Bone spurs, okay? <laughs> We're talking the draft. It was called it, bone spurs. Very serious. If people, I barely finished the half marathon <laughs> after my doctor <laughs> diagnosed me. That's how serious the bone spurs were. Uh, definitely. But if, if you know people view you as racist not my people right not your people but don't you want to please the whole country why would you call just the number two player who happened to be so I have to call the only the white guy no but you would usually you would call the first guy or maybe the first three guys so when jackie robinson joined the dodgers and like you know the president calls him does why isn't he that's the only black guy why he broke he call, the color barrier why in didn't baseball? he call all the white people well, that was a significant moment in American history. Well, I bet if you ask Bosa, it <laughs> was a significant moment for him. You're not seeing my point, though, Mr. President. What's your point? My point is, is that if you know people view you as racist, why would you call the because white guy? Because that's what crooked Hillary would do. She would test the polls and she would call and say, America wants me to do this. I call who I want to call. Who are you going to call? Bosa two. Busters. <laughs> I I heard that he had to have his social media accounts scrubbed of uh, s- some offensive things that he had said and tweets and and maybe even some MAGA related. Uh, I'm not sh- is sure that about what, that last. Is point. that why you like him? I was unaware of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not believable, Mr. President. It's not but a- if he was. A strong MAGA guy going to Nancy Pelosi's district with the 69ers. I got to tell you. So you're telling me if Bosa went first and Murray went second, you would call Mm, the number two guy? That is a good question. That's like the best question a tech stuff guy's ever asked. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to address that because I don't... (laughs) I don't deal in hypotheticals, <laughs> but I'm sure I would have considered it and, and weighed the facts and, you know, looked into it. We'd have people look into it. <laughs> so looking into whether or not you're going to call somebody, <laughs> you have to form a committee or something. Like, <laughs> Well, when you're the president, you do very important things and yet you don't want to make missteps. If anything, yeah. I'm a very cautious, yeah, I get it. very yeah. cautious leader. That's you're, true. Well, Getting back to you being a cautious leader, perfect segues to Twitter. 
you allegedly had a sit down with Twitter and complained to them that they were taking away some of your followers and you didn't like the way Twitter was handling your account. Bad Twitter. <laughs> Ted, are you on Twitter? I am. Where can people follow you? At Ted Alexandro. Okay, see that see that plug? I like that. That was good. Nice. I appreciate we gotta that. get our we gotta get our MAGA MAGA people more followers. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that sit down like with Twitter? Did well, you threaten? Did you call the meeting or like how was how does this, uh, how was it arranged? They blew up my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so they contacted me and I said, let's talk because we're concerned about free speech. Yeah. You know, we're very big into free speech. Uh -huh. And uh, we sat down and they explained to me they were they lied. They said bots were being eliminated. And I said, those aren't bots. Those are MAGA people <laughs> and frog people. And those are my people. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of Russian bots on Twitter. So they were cleaning those up. There's also a lot of Russian thoughts on Twitter, and we like those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but shouldn't you congratulate Twitter for getting rid of these people who are fake? You don't want fake people following you, Mr. Right. President. Similarly, you wouldn't want fake people voting for you in the election that aren't legitimate like if there's some sort of voter fraud, that you'd be just as upset about that. Well, all the fake people, all the fake—that's what we now call immigrants. We call them <laughs> fake people. They voted heavily for Hillary Clinton. Everybody knows that. So we want the fake people not voting, but we we want so, Twitter to be to be right and to be honest with our great movement. And I think they were eliminating some people that were good people. <laughs> so. Twitter's wrong, is what you're Natasha saying. Natasha69696XXXX, <laughs> good supporter. Not and a they, bot. And they got, her, they got her off there, and I didn't like that. Because you were following her back? Who? Natalia XXX69, whatever the one you just said. Don't know her. <laughs> you don't know her now? Who? Exactly, okay. <laughs> Mr. President, before we wrap this up, I know you did a lot of binge watching when the government shut down. Ted, if you don't know, he, he was doing a lot of impressions in the last few weeks because he was watching a lot of comedy specials. Uh -huh. He would You binge watch on a few series you were telling us, right? Well, I think Ted will appreciate this. Watched a lot of different... Watched Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Watched Ozark. Great show. And it really touched me because I thought, look at how difficult it is in our in the Obama economy that you've got these great white people forced to deal drugs, you know, forced into a life of crime and poverty. It's, it touched me, and that's why we got criminal justice reform. Not like narcos, which those are just terrible people. Right. Well, dealing you, drugs you, for fun. Yeah. And you, you know, saw... The Wire. This is just one big, big game in Baltimore. And you saw the, the Obama administration being the culprits in as to why this white family had to turn to... Well, it was his economy. <laughs> if, so the if reason Walter why White had had big, beautiful health care, no meth. That's a good point. That is a good point. No meth. So just within one episode. He just goes to his doctor. <laughs> the first episode. Trump it, care. And that's it. Cured. And we never hear from uh, Jesse. Yeah. No right. Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman would be, well, he'd probably be at a MAGA rally. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right about that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
So did you binge watch any of the Avengers? Because this past week, two huge, um, one show and one movie, the Avengers Endgame. I saw all of them except for one. Only one. I'll give Ted one guess. Which (laughs) Avengers movie did I not see? I'm not that conversant, but if if Black Panthers is part of the <laughs> that world, I'm gonna put my money on that. Ding ding ding. <laughs> so Endgame, Avengers Endgame come out came out this past weekend. It was the biggest premiere for any movie. I think three hundred fifty five million dollars uh, domestic opening weekend. Home Alone two made more. Okay. And you know who was in Home Alone 2? <laughs> you were. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Thank you, Ted. Okay. Ted's got the answers. He's like that Jeopardy nut. <laughs> <laughs> so you. did you happen to watch Avengers Endgame and get to the movie theater or have a private screening sent to you? We saw it, and uh, I left when uh, the Black Panther showed up. <laughs> I took my bathroom breaks during Black Panther scenes. <laughs> you had bathroom breaks that... Coincided with <laughs> the Black Panther's appearance on screen. <laughs> he, did you so have someone tell you the minutes, and then you just logged them and had an alarm go off, and you and knew I just could just went, made sure I had a nice, healthy belly of Diet Coke, <laughs> relieved myself, came back. Thor, we love Thor. That's that's an Avenger. Uh, so we enjoyed it. Um, Thanos, of course, is my my guy. Of course, love Thanos, great that's leader. A, that's a Greek name, isn't it? Thanos. That would that would be. It's not. Doesn't strike me as. If there is a Thanos in 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 America, he or she is likely an immigrant. That's well, true. He was an American. I can tell you that. <laughs> Unlike, you ever heard of Theranos? That weird chick. <laughs> I have not. That's no. that. But that woman on. She had an HBO special. Not funny. About uh, the company she started, Elizabeth Holmes. It's a crazy blonde lady. Mm. Very rare for there to be such a unattractive blonde. <laughs> it was really sad. It was tragic. <laughs> and the other big thing in entertainment this past week was Game of Thrones. I don't watch it, but there was some big war going on. Do you watch Game of Thrones? My, my wife and I just watched the last two, so we're caught up. Yeah. Good show. Very good show. Is it your favorite show? Ah, uh, It's among them. Is it your wife's favorite show? Among them. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> at least she's following you. If if you say it's among our favorite shows, I like that she's saying the exact same thing. <laughs> it's good leadership. Strong. It's partnership. Well, I call it leadership. <laughs> I know you got to say that. We're in New York in the comedy world. Everybody's equal, but I, I hear you. I, I read right. between the lines. But Game of Thrones, tremendous show. Yeah. How do you feel? I assume you're... You, you, I love the fact that they allowed... The blood relatives, the blonde blood relatives, mm. to be intimate. It's kind of a taboo that the PC world is really against, but I thought it was uh, sort of enlightening. That's one of the strengths of the show. Great strength. <laughs> incest is a strength of Game of Thrones? Nobody said incest. Nobody said that. That's your word. Well, it's the word of what you're describing. Yeah, you... Not what I said. Okay. You said the blonde relatives? Blonde blood relatives. <laughs> Being blood intimate. relatives, right? Being intimate. Um, no, okay. it's, I, yeah. well, it was a different time too. We've, and with three episodes left, guess who's still living? The blonde blood relatives <laughs> who were intimate. So there's a correlation between the intimacy and survival and strength comes from keeping those bonds close. It's a <laughs> between good blood relatives, the only thing stronger is the mountain. 
who I want to see if we can get uh, as Secretary of Defense. <laughs> get rid. We got rid of James Mattis. Who's that? The big. You're talking about the big blonde woman. No, no, no. That's Brienne. Oh right, right. Brienne of Tarth. I'm oh, talking the about the big guy. The big guy who the crushes face. skulls. Right. That's right. a good guy. <laughs> you want him for Secretary of Defense? Well, you know who's not going to mess with us if we have the mountain. I Everybody. Guess, yeah, I mean, if you if you introduce him as the mountain, I, that's very intimidating. Gregor Clegane. Put some respect on his name. I, res- I, I, I respect I him. I heard a Chicago say that one time, so I thought I'd try it. <laughs> yeah, that seemed uncharacteristic to use, to use that expression. <laughs> Put well, some respect on his name, <laughs> said President Trump. <laughs> Mr. President... Thank you always for for joining us this week, and and Ted, thanks for being our guest. Oh, I really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure. Thank you. One of my all time favorite guests. Top five guest. Oh, top five. Thank you so much. I say if, top three. If I was if I was number two, I might be expecting a phone call. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good memory. Good memory on Ted. Thank you, uh, Ted. What do you have to plug coming up and social media and all that good stuff? Well, uh, just to uh, reiterate, at Ted Alexandro on social media, uh, tedalexandro.com. I, I tour with Jim Gaffigan regularly. Who's and, that? Uh, he, he's been a guest on your show. <laughs> he was the guest last week, Mr. President. Oh, yeah. good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I have Jim a will not replace us. I think that's what Ted was uh, chanting in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Is that what you say on stage when you're opening for him? Like they give you the light and you say, Jim will not replace us. I have been known to <laughs> get a little strident in the opening sequence. Um, and I also have a podcast called A Little Bit Me uh, that people can find on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. So check out Ted Alexandro, hilarious, hilarious comedian. So go see him live and uh, him and Jim Gaffigan on the road. Check out. It's on Gaffigan's website and your website. That's right. Yep. So check that out and get tickets. Um, just one gig I'm going to plug, Mr. President. Uh, May 18th, I will be at the Comedy Loft in Massachusetts. Comedyloft.com. Check that out. It's going to be a good time. 8 p.m. show for tickets. Also. I did myself first. I know you're very upset with me. The <laughs> podcast, everyone. It's all about the podcast. Screw me. Okay. At Trump pod listeners are picking up. We're boosting up on the charts, but we need you guys. Follow us at Trump pod on Instagram and Twitter. Tell a friend summer's coming up. You're going to be at the beach. Catch up on all the episodes. It's going to be a great time. We got awesome guests coming up. And plus we are going to be doing a live podcast. So, at Trump Pod, subscribe, tell a friend. We appreciate everything, but keep it going. Also, any questions you have for the president, tweet at us. Anything you want to know. Longest plug ever. Well, it was for us. So, I'm, What is this, FUBU? <laughs> you know what? Again, he's, he's the, surprising. The, in his, yeah, uh, the, the, Kanye has opened up a whole new world for me. Yes, yeah, he, he has bars. He'll, he'll let you know after. He's got lots of bars. But, but that's it, guys. At Trump Pod and on Facebook, too, making podcasts great again. And we put up memes and clips. And Don't worry, everybody. I'll be talking soon. Continue. Tech stuff. I, I'm done. Just follow us at Trump Pod. That's it. Folks, tremendous, tremendous podcast. We're also on Facebook. So like us on Facebook if you prefer that Russian enabling site, which I love. Although Twitter is my main site. 
Um, but yes, this is JL. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, I have one date to plug. Uh, I'm at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, May 17th and 18th. If you're in the Detroit area, please, for God's sakes, come to that show. My schedule is a is a barren wasteland after that. So, um, And Ted, thank you. Uh, I will say, when I was building my career as the most prolific bringer show uh, uh, contributor of all time, uh, often my friend's favorite comic when you would uh, do like you know the official paid spot thank you, on, thank on you. some of my early bringers. So thank you for doing this. Uh, much appreciated. Thanks for listening, everybody, and God help us all. <laughs>